Tequila Embajador is the best way to celebrate the big game. That's the Las Vegas way of celebrating. Every sip of Tequila Embajador gives you that feeling that every weekend is one long holiday weekend. You can always make the right play call if you're in Las Vegas by celebrating big plays with a glass of Tequila Embajador at Michael T's Embajador Happy Hour daily between 4 and 6 p.m. The official tequila for Michael T's Steaks, Ribs, Burgers, and Sports Bar at the corner of Warm Springs and Tenea. Big games, big weekends, great fans celebrate with Tequila Embajador. Tequila Embajador is the best way to celebrate the big game. That's the Las Vegas way of celebrating. Every sip of Tequila Embajador gives you that feeling that every weekend is one long holiday weekend. You can always make the right play call if you're in Las Vegas by celebrating big plays with a glass of Tequila Embajador at Michael T's Embajador Happy Hour daily between 4 and 6 p.m. The official tequila for Michael T's Steaks, Ribs, Burgers, and Sports Bar at the corner of Warm Springs and Tenea. Big games, big weekends, great fans celebrate with Tequila Embajador. And welcome to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-949 Highway Radio Stations. I'm your host, Coach Jim Boa. And if you're in town on April 16th, that's a Friday, the week from this Friday, from 12 to 7, FanFest is presenting the Backyard Stadium event at the Mansion. And the Mansion is downtown, in downtown in the Arts District. It is on... 1044 South 6th Street, and it's a very unique event center. I mean, there's, it's actually the Mansion 54 is what it's called as a salute to Studio 54. So it's a venue that does a lot of special events, corporate special events, and FanFest is putting on the Demon Rum Bikini Contest. Uh, the winner of this contest will represent Demon Run Rum at the NFL Hall of Fame induction in Ken, Ohio, in August of 2021. So, uh, some other sponsors involved with this is Embajador Tequila, Double Cross Vodka, Modela Especial, and Corona. So, going to be some celebrity guests. We get Barbara Moore. Batman TV, I'm old enough to remember Batman TV. A lot of people aren't, and she's a 1992 Playmate. Uh, Sharon Winters, iconic cat girl from TV and film. Uh, Bob Golick, awesome. Bob Golick is the defensive tackle for the L.A. Raiders and radio personality in the Cleveland area, and Bob has been in the studio here. Great guy, really good guy. Greg Townsend, my partner during the season on Fridays, all-time leading sack for the Las Vegas Raiders now, but played in Oakland, Super Bowl champ. And we also have Willie Galt uh, that will make an appearance, Super Bowl champ, and Olympic athlete. So if you get a chance, FanFest presents the Backyard Stadium, Mansion 54, April 16th. That is downtown, as we said, on 6th Street, um, 1044 South 6th Street in downtown Las Vegas in the Arts District. So come on down, help judge the bikini contest, the Demon Run Bikini Contest. I will be there along with Greg, and we'll be doing a live broadcast. So if you get a chance, stop down to the Fan Fest Presents 
backyard stadium event at the mansion in downtown Las Vegas. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. We'll be back right after this short break. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Drive 96.9, I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola, and Vegas Golden Knights basically treading water against the Colorado Avalanche, but came up with a 4-2 victory over the L.A. Kings. Max Pacioretty scored his 300th career goal, so congratulations to uh, to Max. Um, down 2 nothing, and the Knights then erupted for a number of goals to solidify the victory. So we've got Coach Pete DeBoer uh, going to give you his post-game interview here. And then we also have uh, Max Petretti, Mark Stone, and Alec Tux, uh talking. So we're going to bring you Coach Pete DeBoer first. And this is courtesy of the Vegas Golden Knights Network. Hey, Pete. Uh, Mark Stone. Alex Tuck, they hadn't scored in a while. Max Pacioretty, I think he's only had one goal in his last handful of games. How important is it for your guys' group, for those three in particular, to get on board? Real important. Um, I think we, we said in Coach's room after the game that the right guys got goals tonight for us. Uh, you know, they take a lot of responsibility for the offensive uh, uh, results of our team, and, and uh, you know, they take that personally, and, and it, it weighs on them. So, fact they all got on the board tonight and look good doing it and I think that's, that's real important for them and for us. This question comes from Ben Goats with the Las Vegas region. Ben. Hey Pete, Nicholas Wild opened this scoring for you guys. Have you noticed the big change in his game since you moved him back to center versus having him at right wing? Yeah I have. I, you know I think uh you know, the center, the position thing, I think, probably helped. But, you know, we, we had had him at some center earlier in the year, too, and, and he wasn't playing the way he is now. He, he, uh, he just put, he, he's back to playing and looking like he should look. You know, he's, he's attacking. He's not, uh, he's not overthinking situations. He's being aggressive and, and, and making aggressive decisions out there and using his body and his size and, getting rewarded for it, so it's nice to see because you know, he, he has funny players for a while. This question comes from Danny Webster, NHL.com. If you, the last few times you guys played Peterson, obviously got a lot, a lot of shots, didn't get the results you wanted. Was there a little bit of a kind of a difference in how you guys wanted to attack him tonight? Well, we wanted to attack, and, and uh, he's a very good goalie, and look through the first 30 minutes, like uh, we were going to be in another, you know, one or two goal uh, production type game. We, we looked like we were stopping everything, breakaways, and, uh, you know, but we, we stuck with it and, uh, you know, found a way to, to crack them, which, you know, there, there's no magic formula uh, for a goalie that, that feels good when he plays against you other than to, to do that and, uh, and plant some seeds hopefully for the next time. Time for a couple more questions tonight. The next one goes to Alan Snell, LV Sports Base. Hey, Coach. I was wondering um, if you have any sense of how to deal with sometimes these uh, sluggish starts on these back-to-back uh, games. Uh, the last 30 minutes, I thought, was a lot, a lot different from the first 30. Yeah. Well, this was a tough game for us. Um, 
three games in four nights, uh, travel, uh, the trade deadline today, which, you know, everybody's sitting on pins and needles most of the day waiting to watch. So it, it, was, it was a, uh, I'm usually the last one to make excuses for our group uh, because of the circumstances, but it, this was a tough game. And, and I knew uh, that it might take us a while to get going, and, and it did. And, you know, so, our guys' credit, uh, we didn't wait till the third. We, we found a way to get our legs under us in the second. Last question tonight. We'll go back to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Uh, Todd McClellan, after the game, got asked if Stone or Tufts Bowls was more painful for them, and he said, do I have a C choice, and can I say both? So I guess I'll just kind of ask you the opposite. Which one do you think is more impactful for your group? Yeah. Well, both. Eh? You know, and I would throw the Pacioretty goal in there, too just because we, we need those guys uh, feeling good and, and, uh, and scoring for us. And, you know, again, they uh, were carrying that weight uh, of not uh, scoring in a while or regularly uh, lately uh, around pretty heavily. So, uh, you know, I, I would say all three of those goals were, were key goals for us. That was Coach Pete DeBoer of the Vegas Gold Knights talking about the year victory over the L.A. Kings. And as I said, kind of treading water with the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, right now they are four points behind the Colorado Avalanche and um, really don't see any anything happening lately. So uh, Colorado with 62, Knights with 58, Minnesota with 51. St. Louis of 44. And in last night's game, St. Louis and Minnesota were postponed because of COVID concerns. So uh, in some other news, Ryan Reeves uh, did not get penalized by the NHL uh, for the hit uh, the other day uh, in Arizona. and um, But he was injured in the game, and he has been placed on injured reserve, long-term injured reserve. So... Ryan Reeves will not be available for the Vegas Gold Knights for uh, some time right now, and that's according to the NHL's uh, main website. So you're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back, and you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9. Brought to you by Casablanca Hotel Casino in Mesquite. And it is night's time.
We have Max Pacioretty, who scored his 300th goal in the NHL. Great accomplishment. Uh, Mark Stone and Alex Tuck. And this is the post-game interview from the L.A. victory. 4-2 victory last night. Now they're off today, and they will play again tomorrow. And as I said, the Knights need to just keep winning and hope that they get some help from some other teams for the Colorado Avalanche. But you need to finish in that top four in your division for the Stanley Cup playoffs. So here is that post-game interview with Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone, and Alex Tuck. Hey, Max. You got your 300th meaningful does that one to you does that one feel a little bit more special yeah absolutely i thought uh after hitting three posts in the last game that maybe it would take a while to uh to get it um luckily had a great screen from stoney so it made it a lot easier i told him i'm looking for a tap in tonight and that was pretty much uh as good as it gets so when it comes to that it's a great screen something we've been working a lot and, and harping on a lot on the power play and um hopefully we can get rolling now Next question tonight comes from Justin Emerson, Las Vegas. Hey, Max, milestone goal for you. Uh, for Alex Tuck and Mark Stone, it had been a hot minute for them. I think it had been a couple of games for each of them. Just how big is it for them uh, to get back on the board, too, and all three of you guys to get on the board tonight? Yeah, absolutely. We know goals haven't come as uh, easy as of late for a lot of guys, and, and uh, Tuck is just a vintage, you know, blow by everyone, and you know, power it through and roof it. Uh, Stoney, just a huge goal in, a, in an important time of the game where it didn't seem like we had much uh, going, um, take a penalty, and, you know, for that late in the shift to, to turn on the Jets, I mean, people talk about he's not a good skater. I, I've never thought that was the case, and I think he proved me right there. Next question comes from Dan Grinspan, NHL.com. Oh, there. Hey, man. Uh, in the second period and then all the way through the rest of the game, you guys really got uh, skating well. What allowed you guys to be a little more uh, crisp and fast with your breakouts to, to highlight that speed? Um, I think some in-game game adjustments that we talked about. We knew that you know early on in that game we really didn't have legs. And going into that game, it was kind of a tough uh, situation that we knew it wasn't going to be perfect. However, uh, adjust the game plan a little bit and uh, try and back off their D and uh, make it hard for them by getting pucks into the neutral zone and maybe get behind them or stretch them out a little bit. I thought that kind of changed the game a little bit in our favor. And once we were able to do that and back them off, we played a lot more on their end. And uh, and once we you know cleaned up our forecheck, it's all the same thing. And, and uh, we you know the easiest way to <laughs> save your energy is by playing on the offensive side of the puck instead of you know back and forth and back checking playing in your end. And I thought we did a better job of that as the game went on. Take one final question from Max Pacioretty. That goes to Alan Snell, LV Sports Days. Hey, Max. I was speaking of Mark Stone's goal. I was wondering if you thought that was the kind of pivot point for the game, turning things around, and it seems like the Kings always give you guys a tough game. Absolutely. I thought that they were – I mean, I don't know what the shots and chances and whatnot, but it just felt like we didn't have that much energy, and Wazi goes in and makes a great play and still – you know, uh, we obviously were in the box there for Stoney's goal, but late in a period on ice like that, it was really impressive to see him uh, be able to not only get a breakaway, but make a really good move under pressure. And um, I think uh, that goal not only sparked us, I think his celebration sparked us even more. Max, congrats. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thank you.
Hey Mark, uh, Max was kind of hyping you up just there, so I'll try to let you hype him up a little bit. Just he got his 300th career goal tonight. What's it been like for you, especially playing with him on the line for about two and a half years now, and seeing his wrist shot in action that time? Um, yeah, I mean, I've said this numerous times. It's the best shot I've ever, I've ever played with. Um, probably the, you know, the best goal scorer I'm ever going to play with. Um, you know, he shoots the puck harder than. Um, you know, I don't know if there's five guys in the league that shoot it harder than him. And, and he has precision. And, and you see on that goal, um, and he tells me, just park it in front and I won't hit you. Uh, it's, it's scary sometimes, but uh, he doesn't hit me. So uh, those are the types of guys that uh, you, know, you always trust to go to the, the front of the net with. And, um, when you give him uh, just a little bit of an opportunity to uh, to score, um, he generally puts the puck in the back of the net. Uh, I think it's been a bit of a, a tough stretch for, for our line uh, in the last eight, uh, eight, or eight, eight to ten games, but um, you know, with him uh, shoot the puck in the back of the net for the last couple of games here, um, it's really helped us. Next question from Mark Stone comes from Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Mark, you kind of just touched on it there, but I think it had been 11 games since you had scored. How have you been feeling about your game in that span, and is it is it a relief for you to uh, to kind of break that tonight a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't go 10 games, 11 games, I'll score a goal. Um, you know, I put a lot of pressure on uh, myself. I put a lot of pressure um, on our line. And I put a lot of pressure on our top players. Um, that's just, uh, you know, it was like a guys that are, are going to win you games and, um, you know, obviously our third and fourth lines have been excellent uh, over that time, which have uh, been able to uh, help us get wins. Um, but if we want to sustain, uh, you know, uh, you know, streaks of wins, uh, uh, the guys who are playing 18 to 20 minutes a night have, have to produce. So um, there's been games where uh, I feel like um, our team and, and our line has been getting a lot of chances. And it's just about bearing down to the scoring. And, and, I mean, even tonight, I mean, we don't score a five-on-five goal. Um, we still have to, to play better. Um, we have to take over games five-on-five. And, uh, but, you know, we've been work, <laughs> working so hard um, at our power play. And I think uh, we've kind of pushed, uh, you know, our five-on-five, you know, video and, and play uh, a little bit to the side, which is maybe causing that. But... Um, I think once we can get, uh, uh, as a team, our five-on-five player penalty kill and our power play cooking, um, that's when we're going to be playing our best. Mark, thanks for the time tonight. Thank you. Alex, it had been a couple of games since you had scored, so uh, how does it feel to kind of break that? And then obviously the go-ahead goal. Uh, it feels really good, honestly. Uh, can't lie. Um, it's been a while. I uh, haven't felt this way in a while, but... Uh, honestly, I said it before, I know I haven't been scoring, but I've been trying to work on other aspects of my game. And, uh, honestly, I thought that gave me confidence throughout the entire game to get to the point where I scored. And, uh, to get the go-ahead goal, I think our, our whole group is playing well, and uh, that doesn't happen if our whole team doesn't step up. Because uh, I think we feed, feed off each other's energy, and um, I think we're really good tonight. Next question for Alex goes to Danny Webster, NHL.com. Danny, go ahead.
Yeah, sorry about that. I thought I was already unmuted. Uh, I was saying you guys have had trouble trying to beat their goalie the last few outings. You guys put a lot of shots on Peterson last few times. No results. Was it just a matter of patience and picking the right spots to get four on the board tonight? Yeah, I mean, he's a really good goalie. Um, I played against him when he was at Notre Dame, and I think we uh, ended up losing 2-1 to one in one game, and he had 50-something saves against uh, my BC Eagles. Um, so I, I, I played against him before uh, in collegiate and in pro, and uh, he's given us a hard time. But I thought tonight we really bared down around the net. Um, we had a couple uh, big goals from Stoney, Pat, and Quasi even opening it up. And, I mean, it, it's getting those dirty areas. Stoney had a really good screen on Patch's goal and um, a couple breakaway goals. And you know what? We're just trying to get as many pucks on that and as many good opportunities as possible. And uh, we were able to bury a few tonight. Next question for Alex goes to Ben Biltz, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Alex, you mentioned feeding off each other's energy. How much did Mark Stone's shorthanded goal there kind of spark you guys the rest of the way? Oh, it's huge. I mean, you guys see the emotion. Um, even when he scores or when anyone else scores, there's always a lot of emotion that goes through him. And I uh, get that look on his face and pants go off. And uh, we feed off that for sure. Uh, he's a tremendous captain. Uh, and a great leader, and you know what? And that was a really hardworking goal. You, you, you could see how much he wanted that. And um, his streak, his scoreless streak, was wasn't as long as mine, but it was up there. And he was frustrated, and he was really bearing down, and he really wanted one bad. So see a guy work work as hard as he does, it was really good to see him get a goal. And we definitely fell off that energy. Last question for Alex goes to Alan Snell, LV Sports Days. Hey, Alex. Um, you mentioned the scoreless streak, but before that, you actually scored a whole bunch of goals uh, in a bunch of games. I was wondering if you were able to look at tape or try to figure out uh, what was happening um, in this uh, latest uh, string of games where you weren't scoring. Uh, I think some of it has to do with puck lock. I don't think my game changed too, too drastically. Um, maybe puck lock, puck placement. I think... Uh, the last stretch of games, I, I was getting some good opportunities and wasn't placing the puck correctly or I was missing the net, but it all comes down to just bearing down. And um, honestly, I, I think that my confidence was um, tipping a little bit, but uh, between the coaching staff and uh, my teammates and stuff, they didn't let me get too down on myself. So uh, like I said, I, I wasn't just worried about scoring. I was also worried about the defensive side of the game and defense, sorry, the defensive side of my game. and. Uh, other aspects of my game, so I, I think it was um, a matter of time before I, I got out of that slump. And uh, I gotta give a lot of credit to a lot of different people in our locker room that helped me along the way. Thanks, Alex. The $5,000 March Money Madness is in full effect, and that's not all. You could also win a golf or spa getaway at Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. With golf and spa packages starting at only $99, Casablanca Resort is the perfect place to get your golf game going or relax the weekend away in their luxurious spa. Enter the $5,000 Money Madness sweepstakes, and not only could you win the cash, but also your chance of a golf or spa getaway at Casablanca Resort. Enter now at highwayradio.com. 
Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. It's stone crab season at the Casablanca up in Mesquite, Nevada. And here's Tom Jerryon talking about stone crab at the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. Tom Jerryon, he is the corporate general manager and also oversees food and beverage at the Casablanca. And they have an unbelievable gourmet room up there called Catherine. So, Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you. And it is now stone crab season, correct? Stone crabs are in to mid-May. They start mid-October and they go to mid-May. And, and we have them flown in all the time. I, I know firsthand, and I, as I told you off the air, I, I've i never had anything as wonderful as the stone crab that I had up at the Casablanca. We have a really good resource in Florida, and... Uh, we are really good about taking good care of our purveyors, and they take really good care of us. And I think I don't think there's anybody in the state of Nevada that gets more stone crab than me. I mean, we go through a lot. Yeah, and the I, people love them. They call up and they ask for me get the stone crabs in. And said yes. But sometimes <laughs> if they're not in season, sometimes they run bad or they're not running good. We sometimes we don't have them, but for ninety-five percent of the time, we do have them. Yeah, and it, they are off the chart. And, and Catherine's just a, is just an outstanding gourmet room. It's just on. I mean, if it were if it were in town here, if it were in Vegas, you could you eat, would never be able to get in. Well, you could you'd never be able to get in. But I'm I'm basically going to say you could double or triple your prices, and you still would never never be able to get in. Right, and that's not, not what we do there. I mean, we keep our we keep our prices very low. Oh, your prices and, are and great. Your prices are great. Even all we have a phenomenal wine list. There's no triple markups, double markups. That's not even heard of. We keep it. We keep our great bottles of wine for a great price. We have the greatest food at a great price. I mean, some of the you know we're not really in the restaurant business. We want people to come out and have a great time. And the Catherine. It's 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 like Vegas used to be. It's like years ago, the old gourmet rooms, and they take great care of their customers. And if, if for those who never had stone crab, the only way to best describe a stone crab is lobster times three. So if you like lobster, three times it is what you're going to experience with the stone crab. With the mustard sauce or the cocktail sauce, whichever way you like them, they're just delicious. I mean, and they're they're super fresh. They come in all the time. We have a, we have like I said, we have a great relationship with our with our fishmongers in Florida, and they, they love us. They take good care of us, and we get the first ones out. Right. No one gets them before us. Well, I can speak firsthand. I mean, I've, I've never had stone crab before, and when I came up and had it, I got to, I had an 8-ounce claw, which was ridiculous right. to yeah. begin with, okay? Yeah, the super titans, when they come in, we get them. Yeah, 
and and that mustard sauce with them. And as you said before, I mean, you want to talk about something that's that's rich, but you you could eat it all day long. That's how good it is. Yeah, yeah, they are they are really really good. And you know now now that we we open at four p.m. Right. We have you know we have a lot of our customers that come in from different areas. So from St. George or from Vegas, they drive in. So we open at four p.m. now, and it's done really well. And you know now that you know we're, reservations are required. Right. Which, you know we're at twenty five percent capacity sure. for the next you know probably for the next couple months until this uh, mandate comes over. So we open at four. So we have our little seatings at four, six, or eight. So there's plenty of time for people to still come in and enjoy it. I mean, all our steaks, all our prime, or all prime meats. It gets in from stockyards out of Chicago. Even the prime rib is prime. I mean, our <laughs> lamb is Colorado lamb chops. I mean. We spec all the ingredients. We spec the lemons, the butter, the wine, the produce. I mean, we get exactly what we want for that restaurant. And 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 the, thank God I have an owner that you know just lets he wants things to be right. Yes, he's not worried about the price or the budget of it. Well, he says, no, I want the finest ingredients that we can get. You know, with it within reason, of course. You know, but and and we do a phenomenal job there. It's a, it's a great restaurant. We have some Italian dishes on there. There's some steakhouse dishes on there. There's some pastas. There's Chipino. So it's a little bit of everything. You could easily go to this restaurant three nights in a row and have a great meal and three different types of dinners. Exactly. And you could you can go to the Open Table app also and make your reservations, or you can call 702-346-6846 to make your reservations. And reservations are required. And I'm going to tell you what, if you ever get a chance and you want the best stone crab in Nevada, not even close, maybe on the West Coast, you got to go up to Catherine's at the uh, Casablanca Hotel and Casino, flown in fresh daily. Uh, the people there do an outstanding job of serving you. And as you said, everything is first class. And the pricing is very, very economical, very economical pricing. We have even our pastries. I mean, we have Gramignet soufflés. We do, we do tableside, banana saucers, cherries jubilee. We have Cafe Diablo for desserts. We have some of the some of the best cakes. I got one of the best pastry chefs in Vegas. We have our, our cakes driven out just for the desserts in that restaurant. Well, I got to make a reservation because I'm getting hungry right now, man. Um, it, it, it's like I said, this, we've been talking with Tom from the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. He's the corporate general manager, also overseeing food and beverage at Catherine's Steakhouse, the gourmet room. And I, I don't use that term lightly. It is a gourmet room. Up in Mesquite, Nevada. So, Tom, I want to thank you. I uh, want to have our, our listeners, if they're going up past Vegas, you got to stop in at Casablanca, but you need to make reservations. Uh, you, you will not be sorry. You will not be sorry. If you're passing through, plan your trip so your time works out for you so you can at least have a great meal to or from your destination. Yes, I mean they've got great food even in in, in the uh, in the regular restaurant, the daily restaurant. There's better also. yet, better yet, spend the night, have a great dinner. There you go, there you go. We'll get you a good room rate. Tom, I want to thank you very much. My pleasure. Great talking to you. Okay. That was Tom Darioni of the Mesquite Gaming about stone crab. And if you ever, if you haven't had stone crab, or if you have had stone crab, you got to get up to the Casablanca and go to Catherine's. Got to make reservations for Catherine's. Uh, great stone crab up there, thrown in fresh from Florida. Uh, one correction I have to make, the game with uh, 
Minnesota and St. Louis is postponed out of courtesy uh, to what's happening up in Minnesota with the uh, protests, not a COVID-related situation. Game has been rescheduled for May 12th. So you're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is the fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola, and we've got some UNLV updates. Baseball will be playing tonight against the number 19 Arizona State Sun Devils. But it will not be at Earl Wilson Stadium. It has been moved to the Las Vegas ballpark in downtown Summerlin. So, uh, if you get a chance, there's only going to allow 3,000 people into the game. Um, and this will be the first collegiate regular season baseball game played at the Las Vegas ballpark. Um, the Las, the Rebels have played once before at the stadium, hosting Cal State Fullerton in a low-scoring 14-inning exhibition, 3-1 during the fall ball of 2019 in October 26th. Um, so it's going to be really interesting. The facility at the Las Vegas ballpark in downtown Summerlin, outstanding triple A facility. And the uh, Aces have gone into partnerships with UNLV to allow this game to be played there. So uh, get some of the players from both teams kind of understanding what pro ball is all about. The facilities at the ballpark are outstanding. Um, some of the pro baseball players that have seen the ballpark at Las Vegas, the Las Vegas ballpark at downtown Summerlin have said that some of the facilities are better than major league uh, facilities, like clubhouse and weight rooms, batting cages and things of that nature. And they meticulously have the field in unbelievable condition. So a uh, great facility for any baseball game to be played, let alone UNLV Arizona State, and that will be a 6:05 first pitch uh, for UNLV versus number 19 Arizona State. Uh, in some other UNLV news, Mbake Diong declares for draft, enters the NCAA portal. Senior Mbake Diong, this is from Sam Gordon, our friend at the Review Journal, uh, announced he's entering the NBA draft without an agent. And the reason that you do that is that allows you to come back. Uh, there's a drop-dead date line for players that don't have agents where you have to make a decision and you get 
the thing that's different now today, these players get evaluated by the NBA and they will have sit-downs with NBA scouts and they will be honest with them and say to them, hey, you really need to spend another year in college. This is what you need to work on or, you know, you you could be borderline second-round pick, uh, maybe go to the G League, put your time in like Chris Woods did, an outstanding player now for the Detroit Pistons. Um, after he was not drafted at all, uh, listening to some of his quote unquote, uh, people around him saying that he was going to get drafted in that year. And it was sad because the RJ had a picture of him. He had a celebration scheduled, uh, for one of the hotels. And, uh, the picture the RJ had was him sitting down with his head in his hands after being not drafted and being very disappointed, but he didn't, he didn't keep his head down for too long, went into the G League, played really well, and now he's got a multi-million dollar contract with the Detroit Pistons. Uh, so, senior Mbaki Diong, um, all but ending his career at UNLV, and here's some of the quotes what he told ESPN. Um, if I decide to return to college, I want to go to a winning program that goes to the NCAA tournament, Diong told ESPN. Having more visibility is a big thing for me. Also, somewhere they can develop me and show my showcase my potential of what I can bring to the table defensively and offensively. Uh, DeYoung, six feet eleven, was a Mountain West defensive team honoree in 2021, and will likely be most of the sought-after big men in the transfer portal. Um, now, some players that have left the program: Caleb Grill and David Jenkins. David Jenkins. Uh, just recently decided he's going to go to Utah. Caleb Grill is following T.J. Otzelberger to Iowa State. Um, coach Kruger, the new coach at UNLV, has front court transfers Royce Ham, Victor Iwokakor, um, who will likely be called upon to fill DeYoung's void. They give us extra year to make up for COVID which is um, why I'm considering back to come back or coming back to college. Excuse me. Uh, this is from uh, Becca De Jong saying, because this year the NCAA has basically granted everybody an extra year of eligibility. This year is kind of a throwaway year because of COVID. Now, depending upon the school and its policies, whether they're going to keep you um, on scholarship is one thing because they did not increase the scholarship limits. So in men's basketball, you have 13. So in theory, if UNLV didn't have all these people going to the into the uh, portal, um, I think it's eight or nine currently right now, and they had recruits coming in with commitments to recruits and were already at 13, and Becky DeYoung wouldn't be able to get a scholarship at UNLV. But I think the key is, if I decide to return to college, I want to go to a winning program that goes to the NCAA tournament. Um, the likelihood of UNLV going to the NCAA tournament this next year is not real good. Uh, completely rebuilding the team. Uh, new new players coming in. Uh, new coach. New style. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens with Mbaka DeYoung. But again, he's going to go into the draft, get probably some tryouts with some teams where they'll run them through some drills and then they'll sit down and they'll be honest with them. And he's not having an agent. So he can't be in the portal. So the question is, 
if you're a team looking for a big guy, do you take him with the possibility that he may be going to the NBA? I would take him. I don't think he's ready for the NBA, to be honest with you. I think he needs to develop more. Um, needs to work on catching the ball and keeping the ball up. Uh, has a tendency when he gets the ball, he puts it down on the floor. And that six foot eleven frame becomes six foot, six foot one. Uh, and people will double team him and take the ball off of him. So again, Rebel Baseball playing tonight at the Las Vegas ballpark in downtown Summerlin. Three thousand people will be allowed to attend the game. I don't know if it's sold out yet or not, but uh, it would should be a great game. Weather's been awesome here, and they are moving from Earl, Earl Wilson Stadium on UW's campus to the professional AAA facility up in downtown Summerlin. And again, Mbaki Diong uh, going into the portal, but also declaring for the draft, but um, with his idea of he wants to get find out what he is if he's available for the draft, if he's good enough to go in the draft. You got to remember the only first two rounds, there's only two rounds of the draft. After that, it's all free agency. Um, but he's not getting an agent, which allows him to stay a basically an amateur. And being in the portal allows him to be re-recruited um, for any NCAA schools. And currently right now, there are over 1,200 players in the portal for just basketball alone. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada.